Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. How personalized can a financial plan be when it's created by one of those robo-advisors? Plugging in standard algorithm to calculate insurance need and future wealth of random human client. Robots don't know you. We do. At Farm Bureau Financial Services, getting to know you always comes first. Together, we'll create a financial plan based on your specific goals. Find a local Farm Bureau advisor at fbfs.com protect. It's your future. Let's protect it. You're listening to the Chicago Audible Podcast, changing up the way Bears fans stay up to date on their favorite team since 2015. Now get ready. Because it's time to bear down. Welcome back, Bears fans, to another episode of the Chicago Audible. I'm Errol DeWitt. Join with me is my co-host, Nicholas Moriano. This is an unscheduled episode. We weren't planning on doing one this evening, but uh, when big news breaks, whether good or bad, we do adhere to our promise of being here for you to discuss it uh, in as real time as possible. So I don't know any other way to say this, at least positively to start things off here, but the Bears did sign quarterback Andy Dalton to a one-year deal worth up to $10 million, and I'm pretty pissed off. I'm upset. A lot of different emotions. I have some heartburn right now and I haven't had dinner yet. It's just a lot of stress and digestion. So that's the state of will off the cuff. Nick, uh, how are you feeling? Any better, perhaps worse? You know, well, what I, I should be feeling worse, but I braced myself yesterday, yesterday for this kind of moment to happen when Ian Rappaport stated that the bears had heavy interest or Andy Dalton's getting heavy interest among teams and he name dropped the bears specifically I'm like, okay, well, knowing the bears, Bill Lazor, the connections here and the bears just making stupid decisions when it comes to the quarterback position. I had this feeling this. And then when it officially happened, it's like, Oh, so they, they actually did it. They pulled the trigger and now, now we're here. Hey, it's branded. Yeah, let's go. But no, it, I'm not feeling any better about it. It's, I think the Bears settled. It's a decision that if this is the plan, oh man, the Bears are in trouble. But I know that you're frustrated, Will, and that's about 
very reflective of what this fan base is feeling. A lot of frustration now that Andy Dalton's going to be the Bears quarterback. Shame on them for letting things slip and get out regarding Russell Wilson to get all of our hopes up. You heard about the Deshaun Watson stuff about a month ago. Transitions over to Wilson. We should have known, Nick, that it would be something like this where you're settling for a, a much uh, a subpar option, uh, to say the least, with Andy Dalton. I want to kind of just start things off by just posing the question, why? Because when I look at this, I don't understand how he fits in the quarterback room with Nick Foles. Uh, I don't. I feel like they're two of the same uh, kind of guys late in their careers backups at this point as well and why would you need two veteran backups on this team so I'm curious of what you think the Bears may be planning here or attempting to plan since their plan a maybe even their plan b hasn't panned out we're going all the way down here to a potential plan c if not plan d or below yeah so I actually had an article come out this morning about why I think the Bears and Andy Dalton is, is a thing, why this would actually work. And this is prior to him actually signing and becoming a Chicago Bears. So the first scenario I had is that, well, if you're bringing in Dalton, you're trading Foles, and you're still trying to be all in for Russell Wilson. Technically, I guess that could still be an option, but it seems like Seattle settled. They're not trading Russell Wilson. So you could scratch that one off. The next scenario in my article titled, Andy Dalton can't be the answer to the Bears quarterback problem. Um, scenario two, you have them both on the roster but you're also with the intention of double dipping like Ryan Pace has done in the past in multiple positions, drafting a young quarterback. And this is so one, you know, you can't, you can't really rely on Nick Foles to be healthy throughout a season. So you need a capable, another capable player in Andy Dalton to come in just in case something were to happen. And then I put maybe eight games or after 10 games of the season, you could draft whoever that rookie quarterback they draft. Let's say it's a Mac Jones at number 20. You can have him then, finish off the season but my third scenario which i think it it could be a realistic possibility considering who we're talking about the bears is that they just brought andy dalton and nick Foles to be the guys and they want to build around not necessarily andy dalton but fill a placeholder for a right tackle go get another receiver and things like that and they're just doing this because they think a veteran quarterback like an andy dalton could give them the best chance to win. They don't want to waste draft capital on having to mold and develop a young quarterback. Let's go use our picks and just build up this, what Ryan Pace said is a playoff-ready roster, and now you're going to try to win that way by yourself time. Maybe you maybe you go make it into the playoffs again, and then you can develop or draft a quarterback next season. So those are three scenarios, and either way you look at it, it's not an ideal one for the Bears, but like you... Andy Dalton, Nick Foles, this doesn't, you know, put the meter in the Bears' favor in terms of raising the level of quarterback play. It doesn't. So it's just a perplexing, head-scratching move that I just don't quite get, but those are some scenarios that I was thinking of. You know, nothing nothing disappoints me more by you trying to help out, hey, maybe there's some other plans here, get the Bears back to the playoffs. Andy Dalton's 0-4 in his playoff career. A lot of playoff experience, a lot of losses behind it. So that's one when I just, you mentioned the word playoffs, God forbid, I would not want him to be my quarterback come playoff time, just given his track record. But I just have a hard time, Nick, understanding this. If Nick Foles is on this roster uh, for Ryan Pace and this, honestly, the entire front office, which felt like in January, you can tell that all their 
backs were against the wall. There was a little bit of fire underneath their rear ends, and everything was on the table. I wish Andy Dalton wasn't part of you know the everything, anything on the table, um, but apparently he was. I just don't know how the Bears expect this to go over well with the fan base, especially after things leak about the pursuit of Russell Wilson, uh, the pursuit of potential Deshaun Watson. I just don't know. Is there any possible way they'll get behind a podium or a Zoom call, I guess, here in 2021 and get anybody, not fired up, but on board? Because I just can't envision that scenario playing out one bit. No, absolutely not. I mean, as like we've been seeing on Twitter and people are calling into radio stations, like this is a move that is very disliked among everybody that you, you see and read about. And that's, it should be because this is not something where I said earlier, where you're going to get better quarterback play out of an Andy Dalton of, of all people. So it's not something that is not well liked. And honestly, I'm surprised this move didn't come was announced at like 2 or 3 a.m. in the morning. Something where the Bears are trying to hide it away, you know, where it finally gets leaked out. But, you know, a time where maybe just everyone's on their phone at, at you know, that specific time when it officially leaked. But, yeah, it's, it's just not a – it's not a move that instills confidence. Like, I also think about what if you're Allen Robinson? If you're Thank seeing you. this. Yep. Oh, my goodness. If you are Allen Robinson right now seeing – you just gave $10 million with $3 million in possible incentives to Andy Dalton, but you can't pay me? And you expect me to catch passes from him or Nick Foles? It, look, if if Allen Robinson's not on this team when the 2021 NFL season starts, I don't blame him. I don't blame him one bit. Bears fans shouldn't blame him because this is how they operate. They want to get – they're just throwing away money in a sense. Like You just threw away $10 million. To Andy Dalton, when he could have had really, I think Nick Foles just served the same duty that he's going to play, right? So it just now that I'm we're dissecting this a little, it just all of these, it just doesn't make any sense. Well, so yeah, but Allen Robinson, I feel so bad for you, but hey, man, it's that's tough. Allen Robinson gets Blake Bortles, goes over to Mitch Trubisky, ends up having to deal with Nick Foles, doesn't get a contract, gets tagged. He's not a fan of the tag, and then the Bears throw Andy Dalton his way. They just do him dirty on every level imaginable. So I'm glad you mentioned Allen Robinson because I was trying to put myself in his shoes too uh, as I was preparing for the show real quickly, uh, setting some, some things up here on the computer. And I had a very similar thought. And I'm just curious, uh, just looking at contract details, last year uh, the Bears could have had Andy Dalton. Instead they traded for Nick Foles, lost that fourth round pick. And now you're tied to both, at least right now, unless you can unload Foles onto somebody else. But Dalton signed a one-year, $3 million deal in Dallas, ended up throwing for about 2,100 yards, 14 touchdowns, eight interceptions in 10 games there in place of Dak Prescott. And then the Bears signed him for a one-year, $10 million a year in a season in which the cap went down. Did he? Okay, so for Andy Dalton, even though I think every dollar you spent for him is overpaying because he, I don't think he should be here, what are your thoughts on just on the contract? Because I feel like for a guy that went from a one-year, $3 million deal to get $7 million more, I don't believe he proved that he was worth that last year. I think what this contract ultimately entails is a little bit of def- desperation is what it is. Because I think the 49ers were also inquiring about Andy Dalton, wanting him to possibly go uh, and just I probably be the backup then, um, just there for Jimmy Garoppolo. So you see the one-year... 10 million and it's a seven million dollar raise from and look did his play 
Will from last season warrant a seven million dollar? No, hell no, it didn't. No, so desperation, just wanting to. Oh wait, all these quarterbacks are going. Ryan Fitzpatrick went. Jameis Winston went. Oh, Russell Wilson's not going to come here. Ten million dollars. There you go, Andy Dalton. Let's do this. That's what I think ultimately kind of happened. And look, it doesn't. Would that be surprising too if the Bears just lost their cool and didn't know what to do with the quarterback position? That fits the track record of how the Bears have operated when trying to develop, just scout, and just acquire guys at, at quarterback. So it fits their track record. So I think that's ultimately what kind of happened. We'll never know. We'll never know, Will, but it kind of seems fitting, doesn't it? Do you know what this tastes like to me? A lot like Mike Glennon. Yeah, it, it sure does. It's unfortunate. And that's, I, yeah. Ahead. So you look at Ryan Pace and someone had, there's been a lot of gifts and, and, you know, just things that are being made right now. And they showed, Oh, you know, Ryan Pace with his famous, like we're going to draft quarterback every year. Then uh, top left was by Glennon. You have Trubisky Foles, and then Dalton just in that, you know, four square kind of mold there. And it's just like, how, how can you go so polar opposite of what you said you were going to do initially in 2015? And now this is the route, especially like you bring it up. They could have had him last year would have saved a fourth round draft pick $3 million. Look at the time. I think the bears, when they were talking about trying to get Andy Dalton, they would have had to made a trade, but then he was eventually released and signed that $3 million deal. So it's just, it's so bears. That's what this, that's what this move is, Will, and that's why so many people are pissed off about it. And actually now I, I want to make sure I mention this. The only time I see the word purgatory is when you when you talk about the Bears and quarterback, and just in case people people don't know what that is. Like I never see this word anywhere else unless <laughs> and I see this in Adam John's article, which I didn't get a chance to read yet, but uh, Adam Johns from The Athletic, by adding Andy, Andy Dalton, Bears entrench themselves in QB purgatory. So you just, that's where you see it in the definition, a place or state of suffering inhabited by the souls of sinners who are expiating their sins before going to heaven. Such a very um, dramatic, but that's, that's, that's where you see the word purgatory. It's always associated with the Bears and the quarterback position. And at this pace, uh, Ryan Pace and everything that he's been trying to do to, quote, fix this position. Uh, and again, his track record speaks for itself. Uh, you can't trust him when it comes to getting a quarterback. And really, his only, I think, sure bets uh, would have been a Watson or a Wilson. Those were ones like, all right, you did it. Good job. And obviously, it takes two to tango. You need another team to be a trade partner, if you will. And you had to pay our King's ransom to get any of these guys and I would assume they did try. Again, we'll never know the exact details and what was coming out of that. Maybe we will. I just don't think it will come out. But still, uh, to settle in a desperation mode like they did uh, here in the middle of March really makes me hope for a long summer uh, before we get to Bears football here later on. I saw some things in the chat about, uh, you know, watch for Derek Carr. Sam Darnold as well could still be in play. Obviously, the draft. What do you think is still possible at this point, at this position? Hopefully they're not done adding to it. Hopefully there's a lot of changes that happen uh, between now and the start of the season. But as of right now, the two quarterbacks on this roster are Nick Foles and Andy Dalton, and those are two guys that they're not going to get the job done. Uh, I don't know how we can say that in a more elegant way, uh, other than I just don't believe it's possible. Yeah, I don't I don't think it's 
I don't believe it's possible either, Will. And I think what, especially just kind of listening, and it was one of my scenarios, they do draft a young guy. Like, that's what I think ultimately maybe this ends up being. But what gives you confidence that Ryan Pace and this Bears coaching staff can even find that right guy? If they have the opportunity to, you know, get another opportunity. That's why it was so crucial that the Bears try to get a known commodity and a Russell Wilson and a Deshaun Watson. You don't have to develop those guys. You know who they are. But if that's the route the Bears want to take and are going to try to sell to this fan base. Finally, a bed that senses snoring and automatically responds. Meet the Ergo Smart Base from Tempur-Pedic, our first system that detects snoring, then automatically adjusts by raising the bed. Get your best sleep all night, every night. For a limited time, save up to $500 on select adjustable mattress sets and experience the deep, undisturbed sleep of Tempur-Pedic. Get full offer details at TempurPedic.com. They said we're going to, obviously they're not going to say we're going to go draft the quarterback, right? Very secretive organization, but that's the route they take. It's like, do you have the faith that, one, they can develop the guy, and two, any of these guys are going to be here past this season if you develop a young guy. So then this poor rookie quarterback's not only have to learn this crappy offensive system, he's going to have to learn the next system once the next head coach comes in. So that's maybe what a, an option that they can can do at this point. Um, again, I guess they're not technically out of a trade somewhere for a quarterback, but one needs to be available and the part, the person on the other side needs to, you know, work with you a little bit. So it's it's not an ideal situation. The Bears going into this season trying to find and being desperate for a quarterback was never ideal, but this just this was like one of the worst routes they could take. And Andy Dalton obviously hasn't taken a snap in Chicago or anything of that nature, but it's just it's not the ideal scenario. I wouldn't have done this. Just stick with Nick Foles, see what you can do. But that's that's what the Bears ultimately chose. When you're looking at options that we technically had this offseason, uh, some of the big players, you can build an offense around those guys. When I look at Andy Dalton, how does he fit in this offensive scheme? Obviously, he had to learn a new one in Dallas, and now it's another year, new system. He's 33 years old. Obviously, he's been around, so he can pick up things quickly. But when I just look at him and what he's been able to accomplish, which, again, it isn't a lot. He's been around for a while, but he hasn't accomplished a lot. Three-time Pro Bowler. I mentioned the playoff experience, but he hasn't been to the Pro Bowl in five seasons, and he hasn't been in the playoffs in seven. So when I'm looking just at him and how he fits in Matt Nagy's offense, I still struggle to, if he is the guy this upcoming season, uh, even if they have to settle for him being the guy, how does he even bolster the offense or this scheme? I feel like you're going to see a lot uh, with what we did with Mitch and or Nick Foles. I don't think it elevates it one bit. And to me, that's the most damning part of this whole equation is this does not raise the potential of the offense whatsoever. It definitely doesn't, but it does help having Bill Lazor there. Just someone he has familiarity with in Cincinnati. There's going to be those RPOs that I think you didn't see as much because Mitch Mitchell Trubisky wasn't capable of actually executing them right. I think you'll see a little bit of those come back, not to where Andy Dalton's on the move or anything, but being able to just have that flexibility in an offense. So that will be there. There's going to be the element of the rollout, the design rollouts, and just getting Dalton in space and you know find one of those open guys, one of those hopeful. Uh, you know, if, if Allen Robinson's still there, hopefully throwing it to him. But 
Yeah, it's I sh- Bears fans. I think expectations not just for the entire team, but for offense, just the offense. Like they need to be minimum low. It, it, there's nothing that is very exciting about this with Andy Dalton or Nick Foles, oh, either one. If, if if they're both on team, they both are you know fighting for a chance to start. That doesn't excite you. It's the only thing that excites you is David Montgomery and, and the run game at this point because you just don't know how this is actually all going to play out. If what if COVID kind of impacts things again, like that, that could very well be the scenario. So yeah, offensively. It's only we're in March, Will, and I already have the lowest of low expectations going into this 2021 NFL season. So it's a great way to start it, a great way for the Bears to make their first move in free agency, right? With just a a downer like this. But yeah, that's got to be, I would say, really low. I don't know about you, but I'm getting, you know, texts from my buddies that aren't Bears fans and and it's not kind, uh, you know, good old <laughs> ribbing going on over here. Just got a few uh, throughout this episode already. So I have to respond to those here in just a, a little bit, but uh, I don't get it. I just don't understand how you can go from January, should have been fired, and somehow everyone's ass was saved. And they're like, oh, we'll figure it out. We'll, we'll collaborate. The structure's here. Ills Mitch, you know, we have to fix the quarterback. That was the biggest talking point in the top of January is we have to get that position right. Andy Dalton is not the answer. You wrote the you wrote the headline this morning before the news broke. He is not the answer to the Bears quarterback problem. And unfortunately, we're going to have to wait and see if this is what is going to be the best foot forward. Like this is all the Bears are going to give us this offseason when it comes to this position. I'm sure there'll be either someone in the draft, but even if you look at the draft, they have to get real lucky how that board falls in order to get one of the better quarterbacks here in the class. So I'm just, I don't know, I was trying to find some little somewhat positive way to end it, and it's just, it's impossible uh, right now. And I don't know, I'm just still pretty pissed, uh, and I'm almost speechless still. It's been a couple of hours since this news broke, but... I, I couldn't formulate really any real, you know, deep thoughts on this other than just utter and sheer disappointment on almost every level imaginable as a Bears podcaster, as a Bears fan, and as someone that's watched, you know, this fan base you know, cry out for a quarterback for as long as I can remember, and we get shoved Andy Dalton right down our throat. Yeah, it's it's not a. Like again, I keep saying not the ideal scenario. And for people who maybe are directing hate at Andy Dalton, I would say revert that to Ryan Pace. Like obviously Andy Dalton signed here, and you know there's the money probably was enticing, and coming back with Bill Lazor was enticing. But this falls on Ryan Pace and the Bears organization for putting themselves in this position in the first place. So I, I can't even imagine like you're Andy Dalton, you go on social media, you type your name, and you know, everything you're going to see it's well, that's like every bears quarterback too. So I think everyone who signs up or comes to Chicago knows what the territory is like, but that hate turn it to Ryan pace. Cause it's the guy, he's the guy that has put the bears in this situation. He told you quarterback was, you know, the main thing they wanted to address. This is how he did it. It's not Andy Dalton's fault. I mean, look, if you're going to offer him $10 million to, to play quarterback, yeah, you're going to take that. And, you know, get a free check most likely. So it's mostly directed at Ryan Pace. We'll see. Like if this is all they do, 
And I'm not just talking about free agency, but all they do to actually address the quarterback position. Huh. Well, I just, I mean, the laughing stock of the league, they're probably already there. Let's be completely honest, uh, being the laughing stock of the league. But this, you can't win with this. I don't care who you draft with your first, second, third round pick. You're not, not getting a, a quarterback, but just getting, you know, assets that you need at certain positions. You're not competing. You're not competing in the NFC North. You're not competing in the NFC. You're not competing for anything that's worth like going into January, extending after week 17. That's not going to happen. No way. So we'll see. We'll see if Ryan Pace has that conviction to do something else because if this was it, I, all I could do, like I think on the way home when I was driving, well, like after the news, obviously had broken. I was just laughing a little bit. And I don't know if that's just weird, but like this, yeah. This is the you Bears, and it's comical, it's, it's frustrating. You're going to, you know, yell out in angst or, you know, maybe cry a bit. Uh, I think, you know, laughing at it, it's a good way to go about it. I mean, I think we're all pretty annoyed, confused, but some you just have it's, – it's comical just how bad they can be uh, at assessing, evaluating, and trying to just get a quarterback here that can lead this team. This is a talented team. Really good defense that's probably going to get squandered to the fullest degree. They just took on that side of the ball, too. A lot of players took pay cuts to get under this cap limit. They didn't have to cut a bunch of people like we're worrying about at the end of last week. Hey, we're going to stay. We'll help you out. We'll restructure our contracts. For what? Andy freaking Dalton? I would be so let down if I was a player on this team. Not even, I mean, we talked about Allen Robinson, but everyone, I'd be looking in the mirror going, wait what? And this is my guy, like looking at Ryan Pace, like this is the guy that's leading us and going to retool us and get us where we need to be next season. Man, like you talked about, you know, riffs in the locker room. Uh, This is a great way to make a disconnect between a locker room and the front office uh, right now. It's like you're really squandering what could be uh, a team with some potential right now. Uh, The only other bullet point I had in my notes, which again, very brief, uh, was a grade for this one, and I don't think either of us are going to get you know anything higher than an F. Uh, I, I can't, though. I, F is the fair assessment that I can give it right now. Yeah, I don't see how you can get, you know, go any higher than that. I mean, especially if this is it. <laughs> and even if it if it is and they still want to, you know, draft a quarterback, it's like this $10 million for a guy that is a placeholder, a bridge quarterback, and knowing that you could have had him for way cheaper – last year and put it you put it all together it's just like man they just don't know how to do this they don't know how to do the job especially when it comes to that position so yeah that's definitely an f for me an f for anybody who wants to weigh in in the chat i'm sure we'll see a bunch of f's in in there but yeah that's definitely have to be the 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 grade there it's man it makes me feel like I mean, I make everyone makes bad decisions. Like for me, like I and when I got my PS4 and I got Cold War, it was like, hey, for ten dollars more, do you want the PS5 version? I'm like, no, I'll pay the money if I ever get a PS5 for a new copy. And then I get the PS5 and I'm like, wait, why do I need to pay seventy dollars for this game? I could have had it for ten. I feel like the Bears are in that very similar boat. They got the game or they got the quarterback. I haven't gotten it yet because I'm trying to learn from some of my decisions right now, and I don't spend as irresponsibly uh, as Ryan Pace maybe as well. Nick, is there anything else on Andy Dalton that you want to mention at this time? I don't think we need to take you know our full hour normal kind of time slot to really beat in on this one too much. I feel like uh, our angst is pretty well uh, – it's been vocalized so far, but do you have anything else? 
Um, not really, Will. I think I saw someone like Photoshop him in a Bears uniform, I'll say. I like, I guess it looks all right. You know, <laughs> he fits the uniform, but that, that's the only positive I could say, Will. And there's nothing we, like I said, put your hatred towards Ryan Pace, that organization. And let's see if the Bears make any more moves. They've been, that's their first one. That's really, they've restructured some contracts and also re-signed Mario Edwards Jr. And then they do this. They they better have something else. Well, there are teams that are way over the cap that are spending and getting some guys to help help their roster. The Bears didn't help their roster. They didn't help their team with this move. So, Brian Pace, it's on you. Let's see what you got. I doubt anything's going to happen, though. I mean, at this rate, he may as well sign, like, Marcus Wheaton to a contract. Um, <laughs> Uh, what Cooper as well, bring him back uh, to definitely just botch out some of those plays as well. But, you know, every bad uh, free agency signing that he's had, he may as well just bring him back at this rate because it can't get any worse. Uh, at least it feels like that uh, right now. I think he had one more thing you did want to mention. At least I wrote it down. You wanted to at least uh, let people know in case they missed it regarding Anthony Miller. Yeah. So um, Adam Schefter reporter tweeted out that the Bears are looking to trade Anthony Miller and looking for you know, a team that's willing to take a what I think how he char- characterized it was a talented wide receiver who can produce. And I'm like questioning, well, when has he really done that here in Chicago? And look, actually, I think Anthony Miller is a talented wide receiver. I do believe that he knows how to create separation, but it just it has never worked out here. He never became that number two wide receiver, but the Bears are looking to trade him. I don't know what you'll actually get in return. For a guy like that who hasn't, like I said, he's been so inconsistent that he you just, is there even a market for a guy like that? Maybe, maybe somewhere there is being a second round draft pick that the Bears moved up, had that conviction to go get, but he is on the trade block and we'll see if anything really comes out to that. Do you, Does that surprise you, Will, that the Bears are looking to do that? I'm glad, uh, honestly, uh, because he was someone that I mentioned, I think, in our State of the Franchise episodes that they could cut him, but they would have to eat a decent amount of money. So it doesn't make a lot of financial sense to let him go, at least for the production that he could provide you. Again, it's not a lot, um, but if they can get something in return, at least you're not just going to end up, you know, cutting bait and getting nothing back. And you never know, there could be a team interested. Uh, so I'm glad they're at least exploring that option. Obviously, if he does go, that wide receiver position gets really uh, important uh, to look at because Allen Robinson's pretty upset with the tag. I'm sure he's not happy right now. Uh, Then you have Darnell Mooney. And then after that, you have a lot of guys just like Anthony Miller who haven't really been able to develop or really get experience uh, in Wims and Riley Ridley. So I would have, if he's gone, my level of concern at that position would go up uh, a pretty hefty chunk. Obviously, we want him to do better in previous seasons as well, um, but where he uh, he still would provide something uh, that the Bears would have to find a way to replace. All right. I was trying to think of anything like, wait, positively spin this at the end, but you can't. Uh, I think we're all pretty irritated. Uh, obviously, as we said, Nick, the Bears could do something else. This may not be you know, checkmate for us, but it sure uh, feels flat for this to be the first kind of bit of news to come out regarding free agency. And I don't think it's going to be like last year when you and I talked about Nick Foles for a bit and I slept on it and I felt better about Nick Foles. No, there's not going to be a, nope, this is why Andy <laughs> Dalton's not that bad of an option. It's it's a pathetic day to be a Bears fan. 
And I think that's all I have left to say. Uh, Nick, anything, any final words about anything before I close out and end this show? I would say just maybe get off Twitter for a little bit. I think we all need a little bit of off the social media so we don't see the next stupid move the Bears make. That might be a, a good way of going about it. Um, carry on with your, your Tuesday or whenever you listen to this, maybe Wednesday tomorrow. But yeah, it, like I agree with you, Will. It's, it, it was a gloomy day when I got out of work and it it's so representative of what the Bears just did in signing Andy Dalton to a one-year $10 million deal. So I'm going to leave it at that and... I guess we'll wait and see. All right. Wait and see. I mean, that's all we can do uh, right now. And yeah, hopefully by the time you're listening to this, yeah, your head cools off just a little bit. But if it's not, I I more than understand. Uh, it's, it's a really tough day. A lot of tough news to absorb here. And obviously, I think everyone should feeling let down just after some of the speculation about, oh my gosh, we can get a franchise altering guy to settle for Andy Dalton. It's a big 180 uh, that we've all had to take, and it's definitely not easy. We'll be back as soon as any other breaking news does occur throughout this free agency week. God, it better be better news than what we heard just now earlier today. But Andy Dalton is a Chicago Bears quarterback. See, Nick, I said A, not V. Uh, so hopefully the Bears can find the quarterback for 2021. That is not the Red Rifle. All right, so we'll be back as soon as anything breaks. But until then... Bear down, Chicago. Finally, a bed that senses snoring and automatically responds. Meet the Ergo Smart Base from Tempur-Pedic, our first system that detects snoring, then automatically adjusts by raising the bed. Get your best sleep all night, every night. For a limited time, save up to $500 on select adjustable mattress sets and experience the deep, undisturbed sleep of Tempur-Pedic. Get full offer details at TempurPedic.com.